0: Head over to bombus.com slash adventure and use the code adventure for twenty percent off your first purchase. That's B O M B A S dot com slash adventure. Use the code adventure at checkout. Trust me, your feel thank you. Oh, well, they go, they we are guys, episode 917 of Matt and Dory's Excellent Adventure. The year is uh, 2345. Dory and I still don't have a child.
1: That's the saddest thing I've ever heard.
0: I don't know why we're still around.
1: Yeah, wow. Must be all those fertility 400 drugs. 400
0: years. The side effect is you're immortal. <laughs> you live an empty life without children.
1: We have the 73rd incarnation of Bo.
0: Oh, so many, so many DNA clonings hey buddy yeah uh no seriously welcome to episode 47 of mad excellent adventure is that the correct number that is because Thanks. we
1: did our bonus episode that went up on friday night?
0: yeah you were in the bonus episode if you haven't checked your feed check it um although i assume if you're listening to this you've already checked your feed and i i recommend the bonus episode for those who want to take a break from really hearing about ivf
1: yeah, We, we talk do a ton about, of weird
0: other stuff.: Talk in there.
1: about a lot of stuff.:
0: We discovered Dory's favorite food cuisines. <laughs> we discover <laughs> Matt's dislike of other food cuisines. <laughs>
1: a lot of food talk.
0: Yeah, um, but overall, great episode that I'm happy we got to do, and thank you to everybody who left a review and earned that episode. so go listen to it. Now, we're starting the big two-week push. To get some people out to go hang out with Dory. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say about it. Wow. Uh, if you're in the Atlanta area, Dory's going to be at the Decatur Book Festival on Saturday, September 2nd. She's going to be participating in a panel called The Intersection of the Internet and Self-Help with the author Heather Haverliski, who writes a column uh, in New York Magazine called Ask Polly. It's a very popular column. Uh, so if you're at the Decatur Foot, Festi- Foot Festival, not, don't, don't be there. But oh if God. you're at the Decatur Book Festival, go over to the Decatur Recreation Center studio from 1230 to 115 to watch that panel and see Dory in person. You can get info on DecaturBookFestival.com. However, Dory's just got to do that. But then once she's free from that panel, she wants to see you. So head over to the Brick Store Pub, Indicator, from five to seven p.m. on Saturday, and have a have a cocktail or a seltzer with uh, Dory Schaffrier. She wants to hang out, and meet some eggheads. I'll be there. Let's chit chat about IVF. Let's, let's chat. Let's talk about uh, what what things are like in Decatur.
1: It's a it's a whole point one miles from my hotel.
0: That's great. Yeah, I think it's really great. Yeah, it's really. Fantastic, so if you're there, go hang out with dory um start up the novel is available as an ebook in the u k australia south Africa and new Zealand hardcover is available this week august twenty fourth Please yeah. buy it and thank you all for leaving amazon reviews and Dory still wants to know if you could please leave it good review on Goodreads. she really would love that and uh just like the nice ones. Has it changed? Have you looked at all? No. You've just put this in here. Yes. And we've been saying it now for seven to ten weeks. Yep. So you don't know if there's been any change. No. I'd like you to go right now and see if there's been any change. I
1: turned off my Wi-Fi.
0: Oh. We were going to have a fun moment on the podcast, but Dory has ruined it because she turned off her Wi-Fi. Uh, oh,
1: fine. I can turn it back on. Facebook
0: group. Facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash eggs on adventure. That's where you can go talk to others about IVF. uh, Very supportive community and a very active community. So if you have any questions or you're like lurking and like you don't know what to do. There's a lot of resources on there. Speaking of resources you can head over to our own website excellentadventure.com and uh, we can see if Dory's book has changed at all on Goodreads. Dory has it. Mm,
1: Looks like it's about the same.
0: About the same. So.
1: But you know what is... Cool. No, I don't. The first reviews you see are four and five star reviews. So thank you all.
0: Thank you everybody for liking the good for reviews. For liking
1: the good reviews. There's a there's a three-star review on the first page. Pull
0: out, pull out. Get out of there now. Uh, You're out. Get out. Them. Get out.
1: You're the one who sent me here. I
0: just wanted you to see the top. That's all I wanted you to see. <laughs> Get out of there now. <laughs> Oh someone Two stars oh, oh. Stop it This is like Stop scrolling down This
1: is what you did See that's why I don't go That's why I don't go there That's why I don't look at it Oh now I've upset Bow. Oh here he comes Here he is <laughs> He's like, Dad, why are you upsetting Mom?
0: I, I'm not. I asked her to do one thing and she wouldn't listen. She well, just it's like like going down. It's
1: like you send me there and it just, you just know. Just to
0: see the top. That's all I wanted you to see. And then mm-hmm. you said their good reviews are showing up first. Then we uh-huh. leave the page. You yep. never look at it again. Well,
1: why didn't you say that? Why didn't you tell me that that was what
0: I should do? I thought that was understood. Nope. Guys, it's, Goodreads is really affecting Dory. If you could go leave a nice review, she'd really appreciate Thank it. Thank you. And as you can see, it's very annoying. <laughs> uh, it's
1: not like I talk about it all the time. I never bring it follow up.
0: Follow us on Twitter at excellentpod.com what? And don't forget no, to ex- eat <laughs> what dot. <what, excellentpod. laughs> follow us on Twitter at excellentpod. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Where you got the dot .com from?
0: Uh, because I just read two other websites.
1: Oh. Yeah, it's just at excellent pod.
0: Yeah, that's true. DoryMatt at gmail.com, Matt and Dory at gmail.com. And of course, you can always call us 413 461 Baby. And that is it.
1: That's the business.
0: For the business. Uh, We've heard from a couple of people about spaying and neutering their dogs, holding off on doing so for health reasons slash certain breeds become more susceptible to issues like hip dysplasia if you spay or neuter too early.
1: Which, okay. Like, I feel like our stance on this has always been...
0: Oh, we don't go to the dog park. Yeah, just
1: don't take them to the dog park.
0: I I I honestly don't have much beef with you if I see you in the street. Yeah. Mm. But if you're in the dog park. I mean, Bo might, but. We got beef.
1: Yeah. There's a little dog next door that has his balls. Yep. But, yeah. you know, they are, they don't like Bo. They bark at Bo.
0: The dogs bark at Bo, yes. Well, what are you going to do? Yeah. Well, not I don't everyone's going to like everybody.
1: Why not?
0: I don't know. If they, I wish those three little dogs would just go leave Bo a Goodreads review. Like the good ones.
1: Bo didn't write a book.
0: Not yet. All right, this one's from Shauna.
1: Wait, wait, oh, you're just going to jump into the emails?
0: Is that what we're doing? How does this podcast work?
1: We talk about ourselves first. <laughs> Who are you? Where's my husband?
0: Well, I woke up from a nap and then you're like, I'll be ready to start the podcast soon. And I was just like, what?
1: Well, because you had said you wanted to do it at four.
0: No, I said anytime after four.
1: Oh, well, it's after four.
0: Okay. Point oh, is here God. we are, and we're doing the podcast. And sometimes my brain can't shift out of other podcasts.
1: Matt's got a cup of coffee in front of him.
0: I do. It's five. He o'clock should in be the afternoon.
1: drinking it faster.
0: It feels. It doesn't. It's. It tastes very acidic. Acidic? No. Oh. Like I feel it in me right now. I don't. Oh. I don't like it.
1: Like you might have to poop.
0: No, not that. I oh. feel like it's ripping through my esophagus for some reason. Oh God. Stone fruit, fruit Festival Day really takes a lot out of me.
1: You didn't even go.
0: I know, but you left a lot of it there. and like, I couldn't resist and I ate a little bit of oh, it. No. <laughs> oh,
1: no. <laughs> oh, no. I asked
0: her not to have it around. Oh, God. I didn't even go because I didn't want to be around all the stone Oh, my fruit God. Stuff. Now
1: it's my fault.
0: It's not your fault. I don't you know, know what? If I'll that's just that's it or something else. I'll go throw know. it out right now. You don't have to throw it out. Just put it in a container. Once something's in a container in the fridge, I'm never eating it again.
1: Oh, okay. Is that how it works?
0: That's the rules of containers. <laughs> then it just appears like a leftover, mm, and I'm like, and you don't no, like I don't leftovers. Want leftovers. Mm.
1: Interesting. What
0: else is going on, Dory?
1: Mm. Oh, sorry. Was I boring you?
0: No, my dad just texted me. My dad texted me a picture of a dog with a, uh, some sort of floral arrangement on its head saying if there was a dating app for dogs, this would be Bo's date. Aww. That is what my dad just uh, Wait, texted Wait, that's
1: me. really cute.
0: Um, sorry for distracting everybody from the podcast with such important news from my <laughs> father.
1: <laughs> Can you imagine Bo... <laughs> Swiping with his big paw, he would just scratch
0: all the screens. Yeah, (laughs) with his big claws,
1: he'd be like, (laughs) "Oh,
0: oh
1: boy!" That is what he would be like,
0: honey. He would be like that. So, what's going on with you?
1: Uh,
0: seem like you have so much to talk about. Do I? Your chest really just got mad at me for jumping into email.
1: Well, we never just jump into email.
0: I feel like we, you know. I read this big spiel up top, you know, where I'm talking about Decatur book festivals Mm -hmm. and uh, bonus episodes that have already happened. And, uh, you know, Startup is available in the UK, Australia, etc. People know that. Mm -hmm. Facebook group, people know. Website donations, people know. Twitter.
1: That's new. I just added that. We don't have a Twitter? We do have a Twitter.
0: Excellent pod is our Twitter. But
1: I just put it in the business.
0: Oh, it's in the business. So, and then, you know, I say this little part here, which is ups up on top of the emails. And then I think we're done.
1: Hmm. Okay.
0: That's what I thought.
1: I mean, that's fine. We can just go right into emails.
0: No, I think everyone wants to know what's going on. What's, what's making Dory tick this week?
1: (laughs) Not a lot. I'm just like feeling a little mopey
0: you've been feeling mopey for some time
1: (laughs) are you are you are you being a therapist right now
0: i'm being a concerned husband
1: oh you know i think i i i feel like there's there's like like the ivf stuff is kind of dragging me down yeah it's like making me feel like everything's in limbo. Everything's taking a long time. And then that's like cascading into other aspects of my life. Like, I feel like I'm not doing a good job what else at work is
0: taking a long time. You're on the tech beat. Do you, do you feel like you're not teching it up enough?
1: Maybe. I don't know.
0: Well, you know, there's going to be probably a new iPhone announcement coming up pretty soon. But like we have, That's going to be exciting. We
1: have people who cover that stuff, but
0: are there people who cover it from the angle of Dory?
1: No, that's true.
0: Exactly. You bring your own unique voice to everything.
1: Yeah, I guess. You're
0: valuable in that fashion. I guess. People want to know. What's Dory thinking about this?
1: I think when, you, when I feel depressed like this, it just makes me think everything is hopeless and I'm bad at everything.
0: Um, yeah, but that's a common way to feel when you're feeling like you are right I I feel like that constantly even when i even when I'm not depressed I feel like that
1: like the cobbler I made didn't turn out the way I wanted it to well
0: I thought it was delicious I broke my diet to eat it because I was like this looks so good it looks like it's mostly dough
1: I mean it was really good but it didn't turn out exactly the way I wanted it to
0: it didn't I look like the picture don't think you well I mean we can put that on your Pinterest fails page <laughs>
1: I think I know. Nothing what
0: went, ever looks like the picture. I
1: think I know what went wrong.
0: What do you think it was?
1: Well, I mistakenly added an extra quarter cup of flour.
0: Oh, Oh, one hundred percent. That's exactly what went wrong. That
1: went wrong, and then I, I think I also spread the batter too thick. Yeah, I should have had more.
0: More, I, more stone fruits sticking through. I,
1: I could have had. You know what? If they said to put one layer of peaches. I, I think I, I would maybe do two.
0: Okay, I think I think honestly, if you had had the correct ratio of flour, your life, your day would be a lot better.
1: You know what it is? We have that. We have that um, set of measuring cups. Mm-hmm. I've never had a set of measuring cups that had a cup for three quarters of a cup. Yeah, my mind just always thinks it's a cup, and then half a cup, and a quarter cup, or a third, sometimes a third of a cup and a quarter cup. So I take the second biggest thing. I I don't think I even looked at it. And I just filled it because it was supposed to be a cup and a half. Oh, well, I think you just were getting a little careless. Well, it was very
0: stressful. Baking is an exact You know what, science.
1: though? I did come in second.
0: You did? Yeah. And you messed up? Yeah. Did so, you win anything? No. Did First Place win anything? Yeah. What does First Place win?
1: A gift card. To what? To the Village Bakery.
0: <laughs> you saved yourself a trip to Atwater. <laughs> Who the fuck wants to drive out there? <laughs> <laughs> it would have been a curse <sighs> Think about it Maybe you go out there To go to this village Oh I have this gift card I'm going to go out there And then All of a sudden Someone Rear ends you
1: Oh my god Because I, you were just Going I out to this thing an accident
0: Think about it You saved yourself Such a headache Yeah You're right It's hot out there too Yeah You don't want to be out in the sun It was
1: hot We were in the backyard but it, And it was like shady But it wasn't It wasn't like totally shady yeah. And I was hot. I put on some sunscreen. Also, there were like tons of kids and babies there. And I was just sort of like, not in the mood. Mm-hmm. You know?
0: Yeah, you came home and immediately spoke to your nephew.
1: Well, they called me. Wow. Oh. And also, that wasn't immediate. I took a nap.
0: Oh, yeah, that's right. I came home and you were asleep on the couch.
1: On the chaise. Yeah. I was so tired.
0: Um, I've been tired. I've been pretty tired lately, but... Not, not crazy. I'm surprised I'm not more tired.
1: Mm. Um, I sold more clothes on Instagram this weekend.
0: You did it. I got rid of a couple guitars this week. Yeah. Um.
1: When when do we get to do your clothes?
0: You get to do my clothes whenever you feel like going into my closet.
1: Can I do that tonight? No. I feel like doing it tonight.
0: It'd be such a mess in there.
1: But you said whenever I feel like it.
0: Um, I misspoke. What? Yeah.
1: Okay, so what do you really mean? I
0: don't under, like. What do you need?
1: What do you mean? What do I need?
0: What if I just like went into the? What if I went into the closet? Yep. and just grabbed a pile. Great, and then just gave it yeah. to you and said, "This is all you get for now." Okay, I'll grab a pile for you. I'll do that. Doesn't they, I can't say that it's going to be a good pile. I don't care. But also, you sell these things on Instagram.
1: Well, I have a. Now, di- how are you I'm gonna, going to I'm be gonna, able to I'm do a, that? I have a different strategy for you.
0: Okay, what is the strategy?
1: Um, I'm going to use other selling methods.
0: Oh, I see. You're going to go to like a...
1: I might go to Buffalo Exchange.
0: Oh, yeah. yeah.
1: might go there. Um, I'm going to try... I've never sold men's stuff on Poshmark, but I'm going to try to sell some men's stuff on Poshmark. See how that goes.
0: Um, Guys, if you're a large or an extra large, and you uh, like the... Like uh, John Varvatos or uh, Brooks Brothers or a Polo or uh, some Ted Baker. If you like any of those clothings, be on the lookout. There's about to be a surplus.
1: Yep. I'm going to be flooding the market.
0: Market will be flooded.
1: Um, yeah, I think I've just been feeling like very restless and mopey. Lately. I've been
0: feeling very anxious. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I... I, I too anxious to be mopey i think actually
1: Mm. interesting My
0: anxiety level is through the roof why's that um i worry about life and and uh what i worry most about life is time having time to do everything Mm -hmm. hence my proposal to you that we maybe start doing this podcast at 7 a.m during the week i said okay i know but like that's fucking crazy yeah. That that's the time that we'd have to do this. It is. So. Um, yeah, I don't know. And it's also like, you know, we're in that space, that wonderful space in Hollywood where you're just like, will I get this job or not? Then I this additional. I'm not leaving any of my current jobs or anything right. like that, but just this tack on gig. Um, And if I do, it's going to be a lot of traveling to New York every week and uh st- that's stressful yeah just like the thought of it yeah the thought of like what what does dory do she's stuck with Bo all week because that's not fair she's there all weekend by herself uh, uh how do i do james bonding and star trek and matt and dory and right on the goldbergs it's a lot i don't know anyway so that's it. And then it's also like this show starts pretty soon and the deal would have to get done very quickly. And It's like, what, what, what's happening? What am I going to know? Yeah,
1: seriously. What are you so, going to know?
0: Yeah. That's cool. what's going on over on my end. Great. And you're just, you're just generally, you're just a general depressive right now. Mm-hmm. About everything. Yep. Yelling about the kitchen this morning.
1: Well, I was very frustrated.
0: You were yelling at Bo. He was underfoot. Yeah,
1: I was trying to. I was trying to bake a cobbler in the in our kitchen, which is has about three square feet of counter space.
0: I bet it's not even three. Honestly, I bet it is not even three square it's feet of r- counter space. Ridiculous. I bet it is not.
1: It's ridiculous.
0: I would wager it's probably closer to like two square feet.
1: It's like how the. How am I supposed to get anything cooked? I mean, it's just crazy. I dropped... I was like... I made whipped cream for the cobbler. I put it in a bowl made by my friend Shea. And I was trying to cover it with saran wrap. And it was like on the edge of the counter. And it just fell. Miraculously, it did not break. Mm -hmm. It also landed like like up. It didn't flip over. Mm -hmm. So... I actually was able to keep a lot of the whipped cream, but some of it went up my dress mm-hmm. onto my underwear.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And like basically all over me.
0: I just don't know why women cook in dresses. It's so weird.
1: Well, I was wearing an apron. Yeah. Um, And that was just like the culmination of like, I don't know, an hour of trying to cook this, bake this cobbler and, and deal with all the, like the, two square feet of counter space i was just not in the mood
0: we have a terrible kitchen it's not the worst kitchen i've ever seen but it's terrible it's really bad we just you know i was just at a kitchen and an open house and that kitchen was also small oh really yeah
1: which open house did you go to
0: went with the alley we walked over from coffee ah to swing through this open house
1: was it a condo?
0: Yes, it was 904 square feet or something like that. Uh huh. Two bedroom, two bath.
1: That's a lot to pack into 904 square yes, feet.
0: Yes, but it did not feel cramped. Huh. Very high ceilings. I don't know. But the kitchen was very small.
1: Interesting. Did it have a dishwasher?
0: Didn't see one. Oh. And in retrospect, I don't know where it would have been. Was it endless? Come to think of it, I don't even know where the sink was.
1: Are you sure it was a kitchen?
0: Pretty sure. Was it in Los Feliz? Um, yes, I think so.
1: Were there a lot of people at the open house?
0: We were there first. Mm
1: hmm.
0: There were three other units of people. Interesting. Also there at the same time. I was just like, why? <laughs> to buy this? Whatever. All right. Um,. But yeah, I did think, oh, this kitchen's also small. I'm like, ain't much better out here, Dory. (laughs) Thanks. You're welcome. Okay. So what are some things that you're going to do this week to help yourself not feel the way you currently feel?
1: Well, Tuesday night, my friend Erin, my coworker and friend Erin is having a book party for her new book. The Big Redhead Book, mm-hmm. which is a book about how great redheads are.
0: That's I, I, I'm way into redheads. Maybe I should go.
1: <gasps> I'm going to get a copy for Maddie and get it signed by Aaron. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, my niece has bright red hair. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. Um, other than that...
0: That's not really about what you're going to be going to do. It's not like an active thing you're doing. Oh, that's just like a an event you have that you're looking forward to, which is fine. Maybe that's all you got next week.
1: Um, I don't. I Are don't, you going to
0: try to write some words down? Maybe. Are you going to try to work on anything outside of work?
1: I mean, I guess I could actually. Do you want to? I had I had maybe an idea because. You know, I started working on this other book idea, Mm -hmm. and I don't think I'm that into it anymore.
0: Oh, really? Yeah. You put a little distance between yourself and the idea, and you're not so fond of the idea. Correct. That's always a problem. Yeah. You have to seize on these things.
1: Yeah. But I might have another idea. Okay. So.
0: Maybe you should seize on the idea.
1: Maybe I should. Do you think I would feel better if I got up early in the morning and tried to write?
0: I think you'd feel a little bit better, but I think Bo would get agitated and then he would become untenable.
1: Mm. Okay. Well, maybe my husband could walk him.
0: I do when I can. Uh huh. frill seekers out there. Folks, all I'm saying is you heard me talk about Bombas for years now. I don't know why you haven't done anything about it. Get comfy this spring and give back with Bombas. Head over to Bombas.com slash adventure and use the code adventure for 20% off your first purchase. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash adventure. Use the code adventure at checkout. Trust me. Your feel, thank you.
1: Maybe this week when I'm trying to make myself feel better. I
0: think our lives would be a little bit better if we Paid someone for a morning walk at like 7.30 in the morning.
1: <laughs> so basically we'll never walk him.
0: We don't have time. We have time to spend with him. Mm-hmm. like, But I, the time in the morning is not necessarily the most advantageous time to be spending with him.
1: Maybe I just need to get up earlier.
0: But that's what I'm saying. If we got up early. Yeah. Like if we got up at 6.00.
1: And walked him right away.
0: Well, let's get up at six and walk him right away. He's going to have to go out again before I go to work.
1: No, he's you not. You know how he
0: is. He's not going to be good from 6 a.m., let's say 6.30 in the morning till one. one o'clock in the afternoon. He's not, that's not going to, Yeah, but if that's you, not going to fly for Mr. Beauregard if Bosch. you took
1: him, if, if we took him out before you left for work for like 10 minutes, he doesn't, he wouldn't need like a full walk.
0: I also don't know how we're going to get up at six.
1: Yeah, that seems tough.
0: My life schedule is a mess.
1: Maybe I could get up at six thirty.
0: I think I have to stop playing poker. I think this. I think this week must be my, might be my last week. Okay. Just in general, I just need that. I need that night.
1: Yeah, it sets you back.
0: Mm-hmm. Throws off my sleep schedule. Yeah. Tremendously.
1: Yeah. Um, you know, I bet I could work for like half an hour before he would need to go out
0: well i mean sometimes you get up early enough where he just does not move anyway he just doesn't care right
1: so maybe i could capitalize on that
0: you could certainly try it and if he gets agitated yeah just take him out or go ask me to take him out
1: okay maybe i'll try that this week all right try to snap myself out of this funk
0: i don't know if you remember but i once tried to wake up at 5 a.m every day
1: that lasted for two days it
0: was terrible (laughs)
1: you've also stopped doing ddp yoga i have
0: stopped doing yoga i don't have time to do yoga anymore but i've been dieting so i just can't ever get it all the fire at the same time yeah it's a thing i was saying to my therapist the other day i just can never find i can never get everything going at once
1: right well the food is i mean we've talked about this but it's always something that the food is the most important
0: uh yeah it seems to be i couldn't couldn't control myself, though, around that second place winning dish at the Stone Fruit Festival.
1: <laughs> it's actually the Stone Fruit festival
0: <laughs> Who hosts this?
1: Um, Rachel and Tanaz.
0: Rachel and Tanaz. I've, they've been hosting it for five for years since I've known you and I've never been.
1: I know. And every year everyone's like, where's Matt?
0: right here guys and this
1: year i just i was honest and said he's on a diet where he can't eat fruit and then someone there was like oh is he doing four hour body (laughs) and i was like yeah and they were like was yesterday's cheat day and i was like yep
0: (laughs) who asked
1: this guy dave who i don't think you've met because i only see him at the stone fruit festival every Uh, year
0: dave listen buddy i fucked up
1: man Dave's done four hour body. He's not on it now, but he's done it before. He said, it's the only thing that works for him. It's literally the only thing that works. I said, it's the only thing that works for Matt too.
0: Yeah. You need the cheat day.
1: Jody and Neil were there.
0: I like Jody and Neil. They hi, missed you. Hi guys. Yeah. Hi guys.
1: Jody was like, I don't think I could ever do four hour body. Cause I would need fruit. And I was like, I'm with you.
0: Well, you can go fruit fancy on your, on your non cheat days.
1: What's fruit fancy?
0: You know, I just made that up. What? On your cheat days, you get a lot of fruit. That's going fruit fancy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm going to read this first email.
0: Okay. It sounds like it's a doozy.
1: Yep. It is a doozy. It's from Shauna.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Hi, Matt and Dory and Bo. Firstly, I love your podcast. Every time Bo squeaks something really loudly during an episode, I burst out laughing. He has much comedic relief and is a nice distraction from what a lot of us are dealing with, as do you two. We love you. Oh, thank you. I apologize if this is a long email. I'm from Vancouver. So I kind of always have to apologize. It's in my blood. I wanted to see if you could touch on recurrent chemical pregnancies and see if any viewers, listeners, were ever given any answers that were found to be true reasons for their multiple early losses. It seems that medical professionals are somewhat mystified in regards to what causes them, why they can keep happening to some people and what we can do to prevent them. I had five chemical pregnancies in a row before giving up on trying to conceive altogether. Sadly, it just ended with me never being able to be excited about, to be excited to see a positive pregnancy test. The process drained my spirit after the five chemical pregnancies. I had another ectopic, which actually ruptured. So of course they removed my last tube. This meant trying to conceive naturally was no longer an option. I was 30-ish at the time and had already lost one tube between having my son and daughter. So I already had two healthy babies, One when I was 22 and when I was 25, I was never given a concrete reason for all the losses and the bad luck excuse ran after, ran out after my third in a row. I would have suspected chromosomal abnormalities, but having two healthy children prior to this, I just couldn't fathom five in a row being duds. Fast forward to now I'm 36 and my balls have finally dropped to the point that I'm willing to go through IVF. I'm also with an absolutely amazing man who's 41 and has no children of his own. Problem is that I'm still shit scared to pay all that money out of pocket and have another chemical. I was given a few potential answers that I wanted to share and see if anyone else had any to add. A, my last tube was obviously crap that I know. I had already had one ectopic, an almost ruptured appendix, which was removed, and laparotomies, etc. I don't know what laparotomies are. Of course, likely some inflammation and adhesion because of them. The inflammation turned my last tube into an agropath of hell's fury and also was potentially leaking that spitfire into my uterus. Therefore, the damage to all those embryos would disallow them to fully complete implantation. The RE said statistically, inflammation can cause lack of implantation in 50% of the time, which is the reason a lot of women do a round of antibiotics during IVF just to be safe. And the reason with tubal damage often have their tubes removed before undergoing IVF. That's interesting. Mm -hmm. My beautiful egg was swiping right on a handsome little sperm and then meeting up with him in some seedy back alley full of bacteria and garbage juice.
0: (laughs) The (laughs) color with which this Canadian... Right. This is delightful. This is why
1: I felt like I had to read the whole thing. Sure. Uh, And then going back to her place, which was in pretty much the same state. Great.
0: Nowhere clean to get it on.
1: B, Ari told me that she recently read a very well written study, and this could be some women's problem who have recurrent early early losses and chemical pregnancies. The little embryo comes down the pipe and begins a very detailed biochemical conversation, giving off vibes to the uterus and vice versa. My wording is so very sciencey, isn't it? Depending on the quality of the embryo, a normal uterus will then either pat a nice little spot and say, jump on in here, or yeah, no. Some uteri, however, can be little hoe bags. <gasps> okay. <laughs> and will accept any and every any and every embryo, regardless of it, regardless of its quality. MB attempts to implant, but because of lack of viability, it only produces enough HCG for positive tests and a generally lower than normal beta and then it's gone like a fart in the wind. So some women's uteri do a great job at screening potential mates and some just suck at it. Sounds strange you like me dating through most of my late 20s. C, I do have a gene variant called MTHFR which lots of people know about. I don't know if that has some special acronym name but I'm just going to say. It's Mathers. Not- Sounds sort of like motherfucker. Oh, okay. Uh, I take the appropriate supplements, the ones with active forms of B vitamins, methylfolate and methylcobalamin, as well as a baby aspirin daily. Yet my RE told me that the medical community just couldn't find enough negative indication to keep testing people for this so they really don't know unless you ask. Could M- MTHFR have caused five chemicals? I don't know. The other possibility, which runs into my own question for you, actually has to do with autoimmune disorders and chemical pregnancy. This may sound like a dumb question.
0: This is the longest email (laughs) I've ever seen in my life, by the way. (laughs) This is now the second full page of text Dory is reading.
1: But what I'm wondering is once you have an autoimmune disorder, does it stick around? And are you more prone to other autoimmune disorders? Are you essentially under a large blanket of them that are ready to attack any bodily cell at any time? once you have one autoimmune interesting could this be the problem could my body be attacking my she wrote mbs i'm going to say embryos
0: i think she's coloring up her language i I see i think you should say mbs for her okay she's painting a picture
1: rewinding a bit i had alopecia as an older teen this this has a lot of twists and turns
0: there's a (laughs) it's a topsy-turvy world Uh,
1: where my hair started coming out in patches. This lasted a good few years of my young adult life. Luckily, injections with cortisone steroids in my scalp helped me achieve the ever-popular alfalfa dew all over my head when it grew back at different rates and stuck straight out before it it became long enough to lay flat. Uh, I say luckily because some people's hair never grows back. If my chemicals were autoimmune-related, how could I have had two healthy children within a few years of having alopecia? and then subsequently trumped what my body was trying to do. Are there always autoimmunes floating around my body, ready to attack any welcome foreigner? I know there's way too much to unpack in this email. There's a lot. Yeah. Uh, But hoping maybe you had some listeners who had some advice or thoughts. Thank you for taking the time to read this long-winded email, and I hope maybe someone out there can enlighten me on the autoimmune question, or maybe you know, Dory. I don't know.
0: What don't you know?
1: I, I don't have any, any of the answers any to of the any answers. of these
0: questions. Correct. That's
1: luckily, even though I feel like my window is closing at the moment, my first consult went great. Albeit, I felt very disconnected from the process because it brought up all the past losses. Um, okay, I'm gonna skim a little bit. Whoa, unheard of! She has no PCOS. Mm-hmm. Her BMI is where it should be. Yeah. Uh, Hubby had an astronomical count of 178 million. Brag. Dude, WTF, though to bring him back to Earth, his morphology was low at
0: 2%. That is very low. Yeah. Hmm.
1: Uh, they don't think it'll be a problem with ICSI. It's all great news on paper, but how can I put myself through all of the medical procedures, injections, blood tests, drive times, work interruptions, let alone spend all that money to have another chemical or worse yet, multiple?
0: Do you want a kid? Do I? That's like a literal question for this person. I, you have two.
1: Mm-hmm. I think she Do wants a want kid another child with this guy. Get a dog. Oh my god.
0: I'm not kidding. Wow. This seems like she's going to go through hell again for something that may or may not work. It's it, like I the 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 tone I'm getting from this email yes is that she has experienced a lot of uh heartache, a lot of headaches and a lot of medical bullshit. And it is you know, that she has met now a man that she feels that she loves and would like to have a child with. And it comes down to the fact of like, do we even know that this is going to work? You already have two children. I just feel like you're going to put yourself through a lot again. And it's, and it's something you have to very carefully consider.
1: She does say, what would you two do? You just answered what you would do.
0: Well, I mean, I'm just saying that I, you know, It's going to be a lot of tests, a lot of poking, a lot of prodding. I don't know how much stuff costs in Canada. Um, I know it's not all covered up there uh, as far as uh, IVF. Um, But it it just sounds like crazy.
1: I think I would do, well, it's tough. Like I, I was just thinking, well, I would do one round. The problem with saying that is that you say you're going to do one round and then it doesn't work. And you're like, well, I'll just do another round. I'll just do one more and like
0: story of our lives
1: story of our lives. So like maybe Matt's right. Maybe you just like cut it off at the pass. <sighs> I don't know. Another conclusive answer. Well, <laughs> um, She does have a PS, which is, to any women with wonky all over the map cycles wondering if they should wait or seek help seek help you're potentially wasting crap loads of time trying to conceive if your cycles are not regular just had to add that i think that's actually really good advice
0: that is absolutely really good advice
1: um so
0: i mean we have a friend who entered menopause at 36 so yeah it's just like
1: you just don't know it's crazy yeah well, thank you, Shauna.
0: Ladies, you got a lot going on down there. Thank you and every week, f- for
1: your epic email.
0: I try to understand more and more of it, and i got to say, every week, there's more twists and turns.
1: There's so many. We're 47 episodes in, and I feel like we're not even done with all the twists and turns. There's a
0: lot happening in those strike zones. There's
1: a lot. All right. I'm going to play a voice. Mail.
0: Okay.
3: Hey, this is
4: Catherine in Northern California. I um, want to thank you guys for the podcast. As I started this fertility challenge journey, um, you guys were one of the first people who felt fertility like a resource to me and I could <laughs> uh, felt like I had an outlet and understood what I've been going through. Uh, my question is, when you guys were going and preparing for the retrievals, did you all do any of the, follow the natural fertility advice? I know you had talked a bit about um, bone broth, but um, any of the supplements, the DHEA or the d zero q10 supplement um bpa being devil i just feel like there's so much out there about quality of eggs or how to enhance the quality of the eggs Mm -hmm. that i wondered if you guys had gotten on board with with all that literature which can be extremely overwhelming um as well um also do you meditate do you find the acupuncture helps i'm just trying to to sort through all of this anyway have a great day and thanks for everything you guys do
0: Well, if you want to take the Shafrir Myra method, then the dude will stop smoking for the period of time with which he needs to produce these sperms. He'll take some CoQ10.
1: You didn't take CoQ10? What I
0: meant is, what was it called?
1: I forget what it was called. It was some special supplement that you got from Shady Grows Sperm. Sperminator.
0: It was called sperm something. Honestly, I don't.
1: Sperm seed? No, eh, something. no, no,
0: it was a, it was a, you know, supplement to help with the sperm quality, um, took that and generally tried to be not eating stone fruit. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, I took CoQ10 for every cycle. Um, I started doing acupuncture regularly in the third retrieval. I never took DHEA. I never, I never got really into the no, like no BPA, no parabens, no phthalates, like all those things that I think they tell you. And it starts with the egg, which I have not read. Um, but I've seen it discussed a bit in the Facebook group. Um, we have had the exact same results in every cycle. We've ended up with one normal embryo.
0: And we've tried many different things.
1: And we've tried different things. We had the most make it to blastocyst this last cycle.
0: Which was the cycle with which I was taking supplements and not smoking.
1: Right. Um. So, you know, maybe... Dory was
0: doing acupuncture and bone brothing. Yeah.
1: Um so maybe that helped but we you know only one embryo ended up being normal so i don't know how much it really helped with the egg quality in the end i i don't know people say that it helps
0: are we into the idea of doing another round of retrievals
1: um i think if this transfer fails it's going to be something we have to really think about
0: i think about that as it is anyway
1: I mean, I think if I get pregnant in this transfer, um, it's going to be, I'm going to be pretty old by the time we do another retrieval. Mm -hmm. Look, people do it, but it's not like ideal. I know. So.
0: Really something to think about. We're going to have a moment where we're just like, what's happening?
1: You mean, like, we're going to have a moment where we're like, we should have done another retrieval?
0: No. I think we'll... First, we'll we we'll look into each other's eyes and we'll see a laughing baby. And that baby is removed. And then we'll see the reflection of a beautiful large house that we can now afford. That we Now that we don't have a child. And then all the vacations we could take. And all the dogs we could have.
1: Oh, so you're just saying... <laughs> You're saying we don't we're not going to have a kid at all.
0: <laughs> I'm saying if we don't get through the th- I think I'm I'm interested to see where we end up. That's what I'm saying.
1: I would be I would be surprised although not sh- I'll put it this way. I'd be surprised but not shocked if neither of these transfers works, neither of these embryos works. I think we're going to get one.
0: I hope we get one. Yeah. I mean really, what have we been doing this for? I know. Andrew from Minnesota has a question. Um, and that question is very important, but I'm just trying to figure out if I want to read Andrea's question or hop into an advertisement. Oh no, we are reading Andrea's question.
1: It's Andrea, I think you said Andrew at first.
0: No, I said Andrea, at least oh. I thought I did. Okay, Andrea, if you're out there, tell Dory I was right i'm at and, uh, matt Bo and Matt Bo and Bo and doe and Doe. <laughs> I don't think my brain works. anymore. <laughs> All right. Thank you for your podcast. I truly love the mix of fertility and dog talk. Seriously, I come for bow updates as much as IVF updates, including all parking related topics. My husband and I are just starting our fertility journey. I had stage one ovarian cancer three years ago. I'm down one to one ovary, which I suppose is also being down one ovary. Sure. But I was initially told this won't be a problem. Alas, here we are. Two years of trying. And guess what? It is a problem.
1: Funny how that works.
0: I don't have a medical question, but more of a, is this normal question? We get those a lot here. I feel like over the last six months, as we've gone through Clomid dosages and HSG tests and sperm analysis, blah, blah, blah. My husband has a one track mind. He's constantly asking me about my uh, basal body temperature.
1: Mm-hmm. That's a thing that where you can tell if you're ovulating.
0: Oh, do I feel anything during the two-week w- two wait? Diet suggestions, articles he found. This husband of yours sounds like a nudnik.
1: <laughs> How do you know what nudnik is?
0: What do you mean? You know
1: what a nudnik is?
0: Honey, sometimes these uh, fakakta words of yours <laughs> make their way into the lexicon.
1: What? <laughs> I just didn't realize nudnik had...
0: Uh, the list goes on and on It's as if we're just Two baby makers that happen to go to work And sit next to each other in the evening I've brought this up multiple times But my husband says that he's focused focuses so much On this because this is the most important Thing we're doing now aye, aye, aye. Should I be grateful That I have a husband that's so committed To our cause Or do you think it's beneficial to not push So f- much focus on this process I also started to feel guilty. Like he loves the idea of having a kid so much that he can't think about other things. And I'm over here saying, let's watch six episodes of Broadchurch and forget about my one bum ovary.
1: Broadchurch is such a good show.
0: Yes. uh, David Tennant's a star. Um, So is
1: Olivia Colman.
0: I'm saying a star. Oh, she's so good. I'm like, hey.
1: Wait, is that the end of the email? That is the end of the email. I have two. sounds
0: unfinished, but.
1: I have two thoughts. Yes, go ahead. One is that um, someone posted in the Facebook group that her husband, she's, she's feeling very sad and frustrated because her husband is not supportive of IVF at all.
0: Not supportive of it.
1: Yeah. Like, does not want to do it. Yeah. Like he seems ambivalent about having kids. He's not like, Mm. he's not really behind her doing IVF. It's, and it's, and it's really, it's really hard. This guy sounds like the opposite. Yeah. Um, But I think either extreme would be frustrating. Correct. Um, I also think that he's doing this because he wants to feel like he has some semblance of control over the situation, Um, which I get. But he doesn't. (laughs) No one does. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, I'm just saying that to like understand his motivations. I think he's it sounds like he might be a control freak a little bit.
0: Uh, It sounds sounds unhappy. It sounds like an unhappy time for this to be constantly brought up by your husband. And I think that the most important thing right now maybe isn't IVF, but maybe it's how you're dealing with it. Yeah. I think maybe you guys have to realize that while you're trying to form a tiny human being, you guys are already fully formed human beings. And you should start worrying about how you two are feeling during this before you worry about the imaginary baby that might happen Hmm. what i'm saying is fucking slow your roll smell the roses and cool it you know if she if if she hasn't uh you know if she's uh, what are all these fucking questions he's asking if her body temperature is not where you want it, if she's not feeling anything during the 2-week wait, if she's not eating exactly what you're suggesting because you read an article on some fucking blog somewhere, don't worry about it. It's just like ridiculous.
1: Okay, I agree with you, but how like he didn't write into us, she wrote into us.
0: I know. So how should she deal with it? How should she Play this part of the podcast for him. We will take care of it for you. <laughs> Listen. Uh, Andrea's tired of your shit she loves you she wants to have a child with you but she needs to be supported in other ways she doesn't need to be fucking hovered over sometimes bo needs to go to the fucking daycare and play with other dogs by himself he doesn't need me standing around him so what i'm saying is let it go cool your jets support her love her i guarantee you that maybe she needs six episodes of broad church more than she needs to fucking eat bone broth that night
1: wow you feel very strongly about this
0: i just think it's crazy andrea and husband of andrea i support you both but husband of andrea cool it bro all right anything else to add Whew.
1: No, I think you summed it up nicely.
0: All right. Can't wait to get an email about how wrong I was about that. <laughs> uh, here's an email from someone anonymous. OMG, how annoying are pregnant women when they complain about being pregnant? A pregnant <laughs> friend of mine just complained about not being able to drink, and I want to punch her in the face. Also complained recently that bikini waxes hurt way more than being pregnant. Cool. I literally hate her right now. Thanks for giving me a way event. Love your podcast so much. Well, you know what? That's fine.
1: Exactly. You can feel
0: that way. Totally. We're here to support you as well. Yep. We're here to support you and Andrea. Yep. Andrea's husband, get on board the support train. Because
1: <laughs> it's about to leave the <laughs> it's station. It's leaving the
0: station. Toot toot.
1: Maybe Lex will drive by. Maybe
0: Lex will drive by. Lex wrote into the... Oh, no. Lex left a five-star review for Star Trek The Next Conversation.
1: Oh, Lex.
0: Yep. Lex is the best. He's driving somewhere right now. wonder what he's drinking. Lex, email us. What do you normally (laughs) like? Do you have like a big gulp container next to you? (laughs) Do you have like a 20-ounce Diet Coke? Do you have like a two-liter bottle of... uh of uh like water like do you have like a bunch of giant bottles of water next to you do you like do you go into the truck stop and buy a jug of water well, or do I you wonder... not like to drink so much while you're driving because you don't want to have to pee
1: well and also like i wonder what lex eats on the road
0: lex we got a lot more to hear about oh man i want to start a truck driver podcast with lex
1: no no more podcasts that would be huge one in one out
0: lex Let's talk. No, the uh, one in, one out. All right, we're gonna stop this podcast. <laughs> Tune in next week for Matt and Lex's excellent truck venture. <laughs> um, it's gonna be a hoot. Ugh. I would like to do that. You know, I was talking about doing a podcast over hiatus, where I would take twenty one days, stay in every Las Vegas hotel on the Strip, mm-hmm. in one every night. Mm-hmm. It'd be you know twenty one yep um, hotels, and do a podcast every day.
1: Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities And dig in at HelloFresh.com Let's get this dinner party started
0: Wow I know, here's an email from Ellen Dear Matt and Dory, my name is Ellen My husband and I have been trying to make a baby on and off for about nine months We got pregnant about five months into trying But that unfortunately ended in a miscarriage of 13 weeks Just in time for the family and friends to find out about it this led to a fabulous scenario in which I enter a Mexican restaurant to cheers and congratulations from my husband's extended family less than hours, four hours after miscarrying.
1: Oh, that is brutal.
0: That is awful. I hope the guacamole was at least good. Anyway, we've just been officially okay to start trying again, but we've come to a bit of a problem. I'm a teacher at an elementary school, which means I will be starting my Monday through Friday 7 to 5 working schedule soon. I'm also getting a graduate degree at night through an online program, which will take up a ton of time. My husband works as a video production assistant for the nightly news, which means he works Thursday to Sunday 1 to 11. He is going to be back uh, going back to school for a different associate's degree, and will be taking classes from 1 to 9 on Monday and Wednesday. To break it down.
1: This sounds horrible.
0: I will get to see my husband from 5 to 10 on Tuesday nights and from 9 to 12 on Sunday and Saturday mornings. Do you have any suggestions on how to find time to make a baby without feeling like it's the only thing i do with my husband? This is incredible. It sounds just like us, give or take. A lot of schooling. Uh I wanna feel like we still have a relationship outside of procreation, but I'm not willing to give up on trying to make a baby right now. Well you wrote in to the right people. Alan, <laughs> we're a lot like your your husband and you, except that Dory's not a teacher and I don't have to work for the nightly news.
1: And neither of us is going back to school.
0: That's true. But instead of back to school, our time is taken up by podcasts, mm-hmm. by writing, yep, and by general traffic in Los Angeles. <laughs> now, uh, this is really, I mean, its uh, you need date night. I'm sorry, but it seems like Tuesday nights, when you're going to see your husband, is the time you guys are going to be having a date. Let me see this again. From 5 to 10 on Tuesday nights, guess what? You're that's, making that's dinner reservations night. at 6 o'clock. Yep. You're going to get out of school. You're going to finish your work grading your papers. And your husband's going to meet you at a restaurant of your choosing every Tuesday night. Yeah. That is your date night. Yep. You know what? Maybe you could even see a movie. <gasps> and then go have dinner near the news station.
1: Wait, why? Oh, does he work at 11?
0: No. Tuesday
1: night Tuesdays he doesn't work he's off on Tuesdays
0: well why only 5 to 10 you want not go to sleep you work at 7 o'clock in the morning I assume yes but Tuesday night's your night that's when you have to do it yep
1: your watch is too distracting
0: my watch just told me I paid a lot of money to someone I don't think I paid money to
1: uh oh have you been hacked anyway
0: keep going honey Were you hacked? No. Was I? Am I? Did I get hacked? Dory, did you hack me?
1: No, but why did you just pay a lot of money to someone you didn't pay a lot of money to?
0: That I don't know that I paid a lot. Oh, Oh. that's why. Who is it? My bid on shoes was accepted. Oh, dear. That I put in a very long time ago. Oh, no. Whatever. Oh, no. I like shoes now. He's
1: becoming a sneaker. I like sneakers.
0: I have um, so much in common with all the people I work with. We all like sneakers. Have
1: you seen the website Goat?
0: Uh, is it about Tom Brady? No, he's the greatest of all time.
1: Um, it's a it's a I don't know why I'm telling you this, but it is a shoe resale site based in Culver City. Mm. Um, and I saw their warehouse, and they have like authenticators on staff.
0: Yeah, so does StockX.
1: Um, so they must be a StockX competitor.
0: Mm interesting but
1: I don't think it's bids I think you just buy straight out
0: oh that's well it's StockX is interesting because it's asks and bids mm. so it's like a guy could have a pair of shoes and he could be asking 250 for it mm-hmm. and I could come in and I'd be like I don't want to pay 250 for this shoe in this size so I would like to bid $190 or whatever and then eventually the bids and the asks come together and interesting that's that I was told to get size 11 in these, not 11 and a half because they run big. Uh-oh. I'm worried. Oh, boy.
1: Well, you could probably sell them again if you needed to. Yeah. All right. I'm going to play a voicemail. Cool.
5: Hi Matt and Dory, my name is Katie, and I'm calling from San Antonio, Texas. Um, My husband and I have been listeners ever since the very beginning. Uh, We started our IVF journey last December after we were diagnosed with recurrent pregnancy loss. We actually lost three babies uh, right around the week mark. Um, Most of our testing came back normal, except for mTHFR. and same thing. uh, We did get five great embryos, PGS tested in December, which was great. Um, Unfortunately, when we went to do an FET or frozen embryo transfer we were canceled twice for thin lining and when they finally did it on the third time we had a chemical Mm. and the point of all that background is we are now faced with needing a surrogate Um, and my question for you and your listeners is how do you think you would go about finding a surrogate we know we can use an agency unfortunately we don't really have any family that would be appropriate and we're not sure how comfortable we are with somebody really close to us doing it Um, I know you guys aren't at that point and hopefully you won't ever need to, but I was just wondering what your thoughts were on surrogacy, um, and where you would get started. How would you would put your name out there to find somebody for you? Anyways, we love your show. We love Bo. Our dog Zoe says hi, and we hope to um, get some great responses from you guys. Thanks. Bye. My thought on
1: that, my thoughts on surrogacy is that it's really expensive.
0: It is. It is very expensive. Um, it's a very lengthy process. Yeah. It's a very...
1: It's complicated legally. legally.
0: binding process. It's it comes down to, you know, what states have the best laws for the parent and it's a very topsy-turvy world. Oh,
1: actually, that reminds me. I'm doing this piece for BuzzFeed about the cost of having a baby when you need assistance or you're adopting Yeah, Um, and I could use a few more people especially people who
0: this feels like something we should have done up top
1: yeah I forgot Um, I'm looking for someone specifically who used donor eggs I could use someone Um, who used donor eggs, and I could also use someone who used a surrogate. I have someone who is considering using a surrogate, but I would
0: love to. So here's the deal. If you uh, have used a surrogate, and or you have used donor eggs, Dory is looking for help with a story she's writing. And if you would like to help, you can be anonymous in your helping. Uh, no. No, you cannot, you be, cannot anonymous be anonymous in your helping. Um, you can't be like quoted in the article as an anonymous no, person. No, because
1: it's going to be like mini profiles of each couple. Okay. So Talking that's about good how much to to they have spent. That's
0: good to know. Yeah. So if you would be interested in helping Dory. I out.
1: would be open to doing first names only.
0: Okay. Interest. she'd be open to it she's not committed to that yet um
1: well everyone so far has used their full names right
0: head over to twitter go to at dory and dm her
1: yeah or just email me at dory at buzzfeed.com
0: either way yeah you're gonna get so much dory don't email the, don't the, email podcast, the podcast email because it will just i
1: actually prefer you to email me at buzzfeed not dm me
0: great dory at gmail no <laughs> dot net dory <laughs> Dory at, buzzfeed.com. dory at buzzfeed.com that's your email
1: d-o-r-e-e at buzzfeed.com
0: who's dory at gmail
1: um it's
0: should we get her should we find out who she, who she you is you know
1: dory.com i looked up once i think it was like someone in australia
0: hmm, it could be a listener if yeah, you're listening it's true we like that
1: um no but the Everyone I I have ever spoken to who used a surrogate, except we had someone write in a couple weeks ago whose friend was caring for them. But most people, I think, have gone through agencies, um, in part because all of the legal stuff is really complicated. Like, I talked to a couple in, in Michigan who are considering doing surrogacy, and they have to go through an agency in Illinois because in Michigan, the the surrogate has 48 hours after the birth to take the child. I believe I think that was the. lot. There was something I might be mixing this up with something else, but but basically in Michigan, the surrogate has a lot of rights. So they have to use a surrogate who is not in Michigan, which like, you know, it just made everything's very expensive and there's lawyers and psychologists and et cetera, et cetera. Mm. So I guess I would say start by talking to agencies and just getting a sense of what yeah. what this would take.
0: It's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot to take in. Yep. What will it take?
1: Mm-hmm. Our
0: key word today is take. Yep. But also give. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. I don't know what I'm saying. I don't either. Why am I talking like this? I don't know. Nothing I'm saying makes sense. Okay. Here comes Dory to burst my bubble. Go ahead, honey. Wow.
1: Um... So, Sarah from Tennessee wrote in to tell us that seeing a chiropractor helped her migraines.
0: Oh, that must be all she said. I don't feel bad about anything anyway. Go ahead.
1: She also wanted uh, to let Matt know about those sous vide egg bites.
0: What? Those are my favorite things. The only thing that bring me joy every morning. Continue.
1: She says, I'm sorry, but I have to possibly put a damper on them for you. I work at Starbucks and feel an obligation to tell you that if you're trying to lose weight or care at all about your diet, you should probably not eat these. I will attach a link to the nutritional info, but if you do eat them, eat the egg whites as they have much less fat.
0: That's what what I do. I do eat the egg whites.
1: Um, And then she says, as for making them at home, the key part is that the eggs are pressure cooked. That is how the flavors infuse throughout. I believe I heard you briefly mention a sous vide appliance, which sounds promising. Just make sure you really incorporate your ingredients for a consistent product. And for crisping them later, I would say perhaps broiling...
0: She's a, she's correct.
1: The ovens that's used at Starbucks are a combo microwave convection oven that allows us to quickly heat and crisp at the same time.
0: Yeah, they are very cool ovens. I've asked Tori if we could buy one, but she has so far said
1: We have no. nowhere to put it in our tiny we kitchen. We also
0: can't buy a Starbucks oven. Why not? I don't know. Maybe we should go on eBay and find <laughs> a our-
1: less French option is to bake some egg bites in a muffin tin adding cheese, meat, veggies and whatever you want.
0: Yeah, I've seen that done. Yeah. That's a that's, Th-
1: that's a popular like paleo. Yeah. Trick because you yeah. can make a bunch at a time. And yeah. You can freeze them.
0: You know, I was gonna swing to the swing over to the store and get uh, egg whites as a whole because I did make it, and I was just like, I felt bad for like using half a carton of eggs to make the, this right. mix of.
1: We also need to get you smaller, um, yes, jars, mason yeah. jars, which you can get at Target.
0: Um, you think you can get egg whites at Target?
1: Yeah, I bet you can. Hmm. They have almond milk now.
0: Wow, Target, you are really doing it.
1: I know. Um, All right. I'm going to play one more voicemail. Mm -hmm.
3: Hi, Matt and Dory. This is Claire from Indiana. Really loving the podcast. Thank you so much for doing it. My husband and I are getting ready to start our official IVF journey. We've been through three IUIs in the past with no successful results so far. So keep a good thought for us. I wanted to contribute to the conversation about buying meds overseas. I know the podcast has basically been on the line of be careful, do it if you're comfortable, but it is illegal. And I just wanted to point out that when you're buying meds from an unregulated pharmacy, it can be hard to get help if those meds don't work or if there's a problem Um I went through the IUI cycles, and I was on Bravel as prescribed by my doctor, and there was actually a recall for it. I was able mm. to get all of the money back that I had spent on drugs for those cycles because it was not as effective as it should have been. So there was an $800 rebate to my account a few days after I filled out the forms, and that's just something that hasn't been discussed yet, and I wanted to bring that up as a reason to go with the more regulated pharmacies anyway thanks so much for what you're doing i really appreciate you bye
0: i think we're on this podcast uh firmly supporters of uh do what you have to do but we don't condone everything right like personally i you know if it came down to it oh you know what i wanted to mention if it came down to it like I would pref- always prefer to use a regular United States pharmacy, right? Regardless of the monies, right? Um, what did you want to mention? There was a, a girl lost her German Shepherd in Utah. I uh-huh. saw it on Twitter. Uh huh. And she, uh, let me just see here. Pull it up. Um. So, if we have any Utah listeners, I would like to mention this. Sorry, I have a lot of mentions about. Should uh, I
1: should I play another voicemail while you're looking for that?
0: You should. I, I, I what? Where is it? Okay. Hang on. No, I have it. I have it. I have it. Uh, me. Tweets. Okay, so the there's this woman her Twitter handle is at Kaylee X Scott K-A-Y-L-E-E X S-C-O-T-T okay she lost her dog Axel possibly in Sandy or Draper uh, Salt Lake City, Utah $100 hundred dollar reward for whoever finds the dog she's offering. This is the giant dog.
1: Oh my god. Oh I have offered
0: to match the hundred dollars. So it'll be a two hundred dollar <laughs> uh a th- two hundred dollar reward. Um and uh I just would like this dog to be found. And I was thinking about like if if Bo had been lost like that. Like I would uh scorch the earth trying to find Bo. I would sell every guitar I own to pay for a reward, um so I was like, I saw this girl's tweet, and I was sad about it, so
1: because the reward wasn't that much or
0: no, because she lost her dog. Oh. I'm help I'm trying to help her out, yeah, best I can, so I thought I would mention it on the podcast, that was so nice also, you. if you go to my Twitter feed, you see my retweet of it in there um, yeah. Okay, back to what we were doing.
1: Um, I'm going to read a voicemail, actually. This came in for the bonus episode, but it came in after we had recorded the bonus episode. Oh, okay. But I thought it was an interesting question. Sure. Um, It's for you, Matt.
0: That's me. I'm here. I
1: loved you on the At Midnight finale Mm -hmm. and the finale in general. It was so great to have the best guests on for the last show. Mm -hmm. I was so confused at the beginning, though, when it kept jumping to different guests. (laughs) Was each panel given 10 minutes of play and then it was edited for the best content? How are the different panels chosen? Why were some people on multiple panels, yourself included? Were they all taped on the same day? I'm hoping you can shed some light and clear things up for the At Midnight fan.
0: Sure. If you're an At Midnight fan, we had 34. I think there were 32 guests that night and we all taped it and it was done in one show and we essentially Chris would set up a question we'd bring out one panel they would answer the question do their jokes uh, play a little bit and then essentially just do that one question and then they would say thank you and then we would shuffle off stage and the next panel would come in right behind us and it was like a round-robin situation and I do wish that you got to see the entire hashtag war I did with Hardwick and Jonah. It was a lot of fun. Wow, uh, maybe there a, will
1: be a director's cut.
0: I don't think there ever will be, but it was a lot of fun. But, so there was a lot of stuff you didn't see, but we did shoot it in one night. And it probably took about two, probably took two, two and a half hours to shoot, three hours maybe. Wow. Yeah, but it was a blast. It was good to see everybody and fun. say goodbye to the show.
1: Um, all right. This is from Julia and she emailed about nicknames and formal names. We've gotten a ton of emails about this, and I sort of felt like we we were done with this topic, but she brought up an interesting point that I wanted to raise. I think I'm in the minority saying I like nicknames versus legal names. My kids are Evan, Kate, and Jack. Mm. We really like the name Kate. We didn't like Catherine or any other formal version, so we went with just Kate, since that was what we wanted to call her anyway. It drove me crazy growing up to hear friends called by their legal name and always having to say the name they go by. That's an interesting point. It is. Worst case, my friend, my female friend Bobby, whose legal name is Bobette. Imagine the horror of classmates hearing a substitute teacher calling out Bobette in the 90s, Lorena Bobette.
0: Oh, yes.
1: But maybe that is an extreme case. She also wanted to throw in her two cents about names spelling. Um, for the love of all things, people don't try and be unique and spell names in weird ways. Emily isn't a unique name. Spelling it weird doesn't change the way you say it. It just drives people crazy and kids will grow up spelling the names all the time. Um, I feel this very hard.
0: Well, you are a Dory. D-O-R-E-E.
1: It's very annoying. Mm. I've had to spell my name my entire life. Like, why? Why couldn't you just have done D O R Y? Would it have killed you? No. A friend named her daughter Emily, E M A L I E. My friend was annoyed and surprised when teachers didn't spell Emily's name correctly. Know who wasn't surprised? Me. (laughs) I've also heard of a Nakayla, N A K A Y L A, and a -A 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 Ladasha but it's spelled L-A hyphen A-H.
0: I can't even wrap my head around the, that spelling.
1: The, the dash isn't silent.
0: <laughs> I'm sorry. That's <laughs> fucking ridiculous. Uh,
1: it's another step closer to the movie Idiocracy Becoming Real Life, she says.
0: Well, we're all very much headed that way.
1: Um, Ari who is a second-time emailer, long-time listener. Uh, she suggests, how about an adventure Spotify playlist to which your listeners could, could subscribe? Easily built or add or remove as the mood strikes. Great for a click-through from your website or Facebook group. Unique opportunity for expanding musical horizons. Mm. Can't lie, this That's feels like a double bonus. Exponential cool factor. I see how this might be a next-level ask. Perhaps it could serve as a bonus opportunity. Love you. Love Beauregard. Rock on. Stay fabulous. I was thinking maybe if we could figure it out, maybe it could be a Patreon reward.
0: To access to our playlist? Yeah. I I don't know.
1: Or do you think that's just like too complicated? That's
0: far too complicated. Let's just give it to people. Yeah. I mean, if you want to make it, I don't have any access to Spotify or or whatever. So
1: Um, maybe it could serve as a bonus. I guess I'll just tell
0: you your things. Tell you the songs. Yeah.
1: We'll have Matt's songs, we'll have Dory's songs, we'll have listeners. You'll find
0: that my songs are better than Dory's songs um, and that both songs are better than both of ours.
1: Should it be a bonus?
0: What I don't understand what you mean by should it be a bonus.
1: Like the way we had people leave reviews for the bonus episode. Like should we have people like do things and then look at the playlist? No. You I'm think we should just of, make the playlist? I'm
0: tired of asking You're tired our,
1: of challengers?
0: I'm, I'm tired of asking our poor listeners to do anything. All right. They've fair enough. enough. They've done enough. They've gone through enough. Okay. Just find that dog.
2: Aww. Hey Matt and Dory, this is Brian from Augusta, Georgia. Um, I am one of your single male listeners that has no intention of ever having a kid, but I learned your podcast through the Nerdist, um, and I've really been enjoying listening to it. Just as a, um, I don't know, just expanding my knowledge base. I guess is the way to, just opening my my knowledge base to the world and what's what's going on with everybody. Um, I was calling in just basically uh, for a comment. I know Dory said that she's going to be um, uh, in uh, the Atlanta area in Decatur September 2nd. That's true. If you are looking for something to do, there mm-hmm. happens to be a little slash very big convention that goes on uh, called Dragon Con. It goes on that, is that weekend. Is the same uh, Labor weekend? weekend. There sure is. Oh, God. And uh, if you're going to be there on the 2nd, then that's normally when uh, the festivities are in full swing. So it might be worth checking out if you
0: oh, God. don't want to
2: huddle up to a bar indicator. You could swing down towards the uh, downtown Atlanta yeah, area near the, uh, fest. <laughs> it, near the uh, Omni Center, the CNN Omni Center around that area. There's mm. a lot of stuff going on. So just a suggestion. Um, Anyway, I'm picking up your book next week, and uh, I've been enjoying the podcast, and I will leave it at that. Thank you guys very much for what you do, and I will catch you guys later.
0: Maybe you should uh, read the book and maybe write a Goodreads review for Dory, (laughs) or just like the good ones. Um...
1: You you don't seem too jazzed on Dragon Con.
0: I don't I seem it, it's, it's overwhelming Dragon Con. I've never been to Dragon Con. I've only heard tell of Dragon what Con. What is
1: Dragon Con?
0: It's a it, it, it's a cosplay heavy convention.
1: But like what is the what is the theme? Fantasy?
0: Yeah, well it was. Yeah. And uh
1: like who go like what's the difference between Dragon Con and Comic-Con?
0: Uh less less of a focus on movies. Ah, okay. more focus on uh anime gaming ah, fantasy got rpgs it. got it got it got it okay um and you know from what i hear it's the wild one it's 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 where all the fucking happens wow dragon con so maybe it's worth heading down for a story uh although I, you don't do culture anymore so
1: i think i'll be busy
0: it's all, that also could be why you're not we're not getting quite the uh, response from the Decatur folk as we had hoped. Everyone's going to be a Dragon Con, fucking in a night costume, okay, suit of armor or something.
1: Um. So our last couple emails slash voicemails are from two uh, faithful listeners and donors. Okay. The first is from Mallory Adamchick who we, uh, we did her yep. fun fact last week. She wrote, OMG, this is well, freaking. we
0: have to state what her fun fact was. I said that her fun fact was that she developed a lactose allergy and but beat it into submission by eating too much mozzarella. Right. That and, was essentially what I said. And
1: I think I've developed a lactose allergy by doing too much Whole30.
0: Mm. Okay.
1: Um, Anyway, so she wrote, OMG, this is freaky. So freaky. I almost screamed in my cubicle at work. I had a dairy allergy diagnosis when I was four years old in 1989. I was to avoid dairy per the doctor's orders, which led me to having zero regular cheese and milk as a young kid. This means no pizza, too. I had to go to numerous pizza parties as a kid and only have bread with red
0: sauce. Mm, Sounds very good, though.
1: However, my parents would allow me to have the occasional regular moo milk-based ice cream here and there when going out for a cone with friends and family. Even so, I never became the kind of person to fully enjoy or favor dairy in any capacity because of my diagnosis. Fast forward to 2001, I go to southern France on vacation and discover the heavenly combo of tomato mozzarella salad with basil. Yeah. Let's just say almost every time I go to the grocery store, I buy fresh mozzarella balls. In fact, I have planned to have some smoked mozzarella as part of my dinner tonight. Oh, boy. Other than 2002 is the incorrect year for my diagnosis. Yes, you guys nailed it yeah. when it came to my fact. I don't know if I'm allergic anymore, but even if I am, mozzarella cheese is the best and I will never stop eating it. Keep up the good work on the podcast. Damn I it. enjoy hearing about everything you both are experiencing, even the parking hassles, and I truly hope the future holds all you both wish for your family, Mallory. I should
0: have said 89. I said 2002.
1: Yeah, but that is that is... Freak a leaky.
0: Yeah, you know, it's the old adage a broken clock is right twice a day. That's true. You know?
1: Yeah, because I also got the Senior Olympics one. Yeah, so. Well, so uh, in lieu of names this week, because we've gone through all the Patreon people and we didn't get any PayPal donations except from our good friend Andrew Steinle, um, but he left us a voicemail this week.
0: Oh, Andrew Steinley!
1: Yes, that I'm going to play. This is exciting. It is exciting.
2: Hi, Matt and Dory. This is Andrew Steinley. First of all, I want to thank you for telling me uh, so many facts about myself. It's really been a great uh, process of self-discovery. You should combine them into a children's book. I'm calling in to give my answer to Matt's crossword clue, a four-letter word for potato that starts with P. Um I consulted with my friend Pauline, and our guess is that it's the Spanish word papa. So please let us know if we're correct.
0: The singular of potato in Spanish. Yeah, he's right. Is la papa. Yeah. Listen, I'm not, it's not my fault that Andrew's so good at crossword puzzles. <laughs> I do right. like that they consulted.
1: Yeah, it's cute. Uh,
0: Andrew, uh, next next week I'll, I'll give you another one. Okay. It'll be really fun. I can't wait. I bet you can. Oh. All right. Uh, so in closing, uh, if you're in Decatur...
1: On September 2nd.
0: Hang out with Dory. If yep. you're... If you've used a surrogate... Uh, Hit us up. like to talk about if it. you've
1: had a lot of chemical pregnancies... Email
0: dory at buzzfeed.com. you've had a lot of chemical pre- pregnancies and you want to shed some light on them...
1: Yep. Hit us up. Email the show.
0: Yep. Matt at gmail.com. Dory at gmail.com. If you like uh, what you hear, tell a friend, I guess.
1: And uh, we'll also be, we'll, we're going to have to record those bonus Patreon episodes soon.
0: Oh, God, yes. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Okay. Bye, everybody. Bye.
5: So cross me, cherry blossom tree, for you have witnessed it all.